welcome to the first episode and potentially last of the For the Love of Beer podcast. Uh, I'm Phil Savory and I'm joined by Mark Hardy Johnson. Say hello, hello, Mark. Hello. And um, well, the point of this podcast really is, um, to be honest, we owe it a little bit to a Nigerian man called Awomo, who we just happened to um, come across in an Uber um, during a night out in Manchester. Um, and then we've kind of taken something that we'd already been doing for a couple of months and we've now turned it into this podcast. So um, basically, myself and Mark um, sort of know each other through, well, are we sort of friends, we'd say we're friends through marriage? Um, I suppose so, yeah. Um, without thinking about it, it's quite a long story, I suppose, really. But yeah, we end, you ended up moving in over the road from us, um, up in Middlewich, South, well, Mid Cheshire. Um, and your uh, mother-in-law works with my ha- my wife Holly, um, at a college in South Cheshire. So I suppose that's how we yeah got to know each other. So um, our sort of mutual sort of appreciation of beer um, goes back a fair way, and it just so happened really that we we kind of both got the same present. So I'd got something as a Christmas present, and you got something. Was it a birthday? I think it was birthday. Yeah, not long after, wasn't it? Birthday. Basically, it's like um, you know, you get these sort of scratch maps or bucket list type things where you get given something and it gives you a hundred things to do before you die or hundred films to watch. But I mean, this one's based on beers. It's a hundred beers basically to drink before you die. All as around a bucket the world. List, but it's all around the world. So it's one hundred beers, but it's from one hundred different countries so um basically this episode is just kind of tee up a little bit in terms of what this kind of challenge uh is and that we've kind of set ourselves to get through these beers and probably just to blast through some of the beers that to be honest that from countries that are really sort of common to us that you would likely already drank um i'd say most of the beers on the list are lagers barring a barring a few would you say yeah i mean there's been very few um, that haven't been really, haven't they? Germany stands out as a um, not particularly good one for me. Um, well, we'll we come to shortly. Difference of opinion. Yes, it was, yeah. Guinness, likewise, Ireland. Um, again, I'm just not my uh, forte. But apart from that, I think most of them, vast majority, I think, have been lager. Um, just having a quick look through now. Um, I mean, obviously, it goes right around the world, but there are quite a lot of general, sort of central European ones that we've, that we've uh, been through so far. Yeah, to, to a confession, because obviously we've, we've had these um, scratch maps probably for about six months now. So we have sort of to sort of peek behind the kimono for a second. It's kind of, um, we've been working on it for a while. So we're actually, in terms of what we've actually drank, we? we've, yeah. we've drank about 42 of these beers already. Um, although some of them we'll be very happy to revisit. Um, and some we've got and have yet to have. Um, so... Um, how this will play out will be um, we'll just do a bit of discussion for the rest of this episode really about some of those again those sort of generic beers that that you will have sort of found in your in or drinks sort or of drafts out in your regular sort of pubs um, and then um, we'll, we'll kind of settle into a format of doing probably a couple of beers an episode where we'll um, it might be a beer that we we sort of crack open and, and drink at the time or something that we've already had that we're kind of reminiscing about or telling you about um Tell you what, should we start off with with it, the beer for England? Um, it was a crushing disappointment to me when I when I saw what the beer was. Do you want to? T- <laughs> Very <laughs> disappointed to report that the beer for England, of all the choice out there, unfortunately, is Carling. It's Carling, um, which 
it's possibly the worst possible beer I could even ever think of. I think we're going to struggle to find a worse beer on the list than Carlin. I hope so. I do hope so. Um, do, do you think it's because it's that bad? Or do you think it's because it's so, to us, being English, it's so generic? Is it possibly tailored to our um, drink more rather than taste well kind of philosophy? It's just this cheap. Do you think it's bloke... watery? It's just nondescript. It's just dreadful. Um, it's, it's certainly not um, something that should be within the top 100 beers of the world on this list. It's just it's there for the sake of it, really. Do you think if someone from another country, say, I don't know, someone from the Philippines, he'd come to England for the first <laughs> time in his life and he'd been poured a pint of carling or he bought a can of carling, do you think he's in for a dis- Do you think he's going to be disappointed? It's going to be a crushing disappointment. But then look at it on another hand. If someone in, say, somewhere in Africa has got this very same scratch map as us and has to go to the lens that we've been going to to get a beer imported, Imagine how disappointed they'd be when they get cold. <laughs> Imagine, like, so because we've had to, some of these beers that we've had to find, we've had to source the deepest, darkest corners of the internet. Yes, we have really been through some minefields. So you could imagine these, yeah. a fella in Kenya who's basically <clears throat> spent, you know, how much money to get this delivered. Carling turns up. Just on postage for a can of Carling. He cracks the and can, he takes the first sip, and he's like, I spent however much money on this it's just dreadful this is shit yeah I mean even we've, we're going to go into um, our impressions on most of the rest actually but I mean even from just first impressions just looking at Carly just the, the can or the bottle it's just it's nothing is it it's, it's awful um, so I mean a rating for Carly if we're going to be going down those routes oh yeah out of 10 we'll yes. go uh, yeah by the way we've um, we have been given these beers ratings as we've been going along Um I don't think we even bothered doing Carlin, to be quite honest with you. We've had enough of it. It's almost it's a muscle memory, isn't it? You could you could close your eyes and taste Carlin. You know, don't really enjoy doing it, but you could close your eyes and taste it. Watery, yeah. Yeah. Um so I mean we're talking very low single numbers, I think, for Carlin. Four? And you being um, It's four kind? You've been I, very I, generous, I think. I just think because I think maybe we're viewing it through through the lens of it's our it's our well I don't like to call it our national beer because I don't think it is, <laughs> but it's obviously a beer that's associated with this country. That's you know, they claim it's brewed here. It's 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 as English as it gets. Do we even have a national beer? Well, that's debatable. But but obviously, Carling's the one's been picked for this list, so we have to kind of take Carling as as the national beer. Yeah, it's been foisted upon us. It has. I mean, maybe for a future episode, we could focus on an English beer, and we could try several English ones to try and find the most. Um, the thank the, the best the, beer of the, England. Thank yeah. God it's not Carlin. Put this right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. But I mean, for me, Carlin, personally speaking, I would go with probably a two. A two. Yeah, it's dreadful. I've I've never picked it, even on a night out before I even had this scratch map. I will never ever choose Carlin. I'd rather drink water. I think if it was if it was the only draft in a pub and it was all they had, mm. I'd just have a spirit. Yeah, you, that's correct. Yeah, I would as well. I just I just swerve and have yeah. a spirit. So yeah, I'm good. personally I'm going to go with a two. Um, I can't give it any more than that. I'm being generous with a two. Uh, the USA's a really common one as well. That's that's a beer that that everyone will know really well, which is Budweiser. Thoughts on Budweiser? 
Now, when I was young, late teens, early 20s, I used to like a nice bottle of Budweiser. I've never liked it on draft, and I don't particularly like the cans. Um, used to enjoy a bottle, but now, again, it's something that I just just never... I'd never buy it in a pub, put it that way. No. Um, it's just boring. It's inoffensive. It is inoffensive. But I, 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 I wouldn't go as far as to call it a guilty pleasure, but it's... But it's kind of a beer that it's very. If you've got a, if you're hosting a barbecue or a party or whatever, you don't know the people that are coming. It's, it's a very beer. safe crate that you box that you just have in. I mean, I, I could quite happily drink it with Budweiser. Yeah, and Bud Light. I feel the same about Bud Light. I don't feel any animosity towards it. No, I'm, I'm not quite like, a big fan of Bud Light. Actually, I yeah. do enjoy Bud Light. Yeah, um, I, I just find it inoffensive. It, it's 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 nice it, if it's there and it's given to you. I'll drink it. You can't go wrong with Bud no, either way, can you? Yeah, it's not it's not probably fashionable or cool, really. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with Bud, um, you're talking midway, really, for me. Um, I'd probably go with a five or a six. Maybe it's I'd six. I'd go six. I'd yeah, I mean, because I could drink it. So, yeah, we'll go with a six. I, I'd I agree with Bud. you. I don't think I've... I, I, I wouldn't, I've had it a couple of times on draft. It's not... I would like to think that there are many better... Um, a lager options available in the US of A. It's a beer you drink around someone else's house and yeah. not your own. Yeah. That background noise, by the way, is a massive Dalmatian. Um, it's Mark's dog. He's been um, wandering in and out. I tried to shove him out of the, the room um, just after we began, but um, he sat down, so yeah, he wouldn't move. We're recording this inside um, the London pub, but it's not in London. We're in, we're in mid Cheshire. Wait, no. South Cheshire. We're in South Cheshire. We're in South Cheshire. South Cheshire, northwest England, um, in Nantwich, small town. Um, what is it? It's a, it's a summer house officially, isn't it? Um, converted pub. Yeah, well, it's a converted summer house into a pub. Um, we have a mock Tudor style uh, <laughs> bar area. <laughs> is the aim that I was going for. Uh, we have spirits, uh, optic spirits. Uh, what else? We've got plenty of glassware, jugs for, you know, for the best possible drinking vessel for a beer, a fridge in the corner, uh, mirrors of several um, makes spirit the sp- variety. Makes the space bigger. It does. Well, that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, 10 foot by 8 foot um, with a pub atmosphere is what we aim for. Yeah, the garden paradise. It is, yeah. We usually have a television in here as well, but um, keeping it as quiet as possible today, aren't we? We are. Uh, right, so Bud, we, we agreed on six for Bud. Yeah, let's go for a six. Yeah, right, right. So another another staple of many many pubs as a draft is San Miguel. Yes, that's again again late teens, early twenties. I would say San Miguel was my favourite, um, and I'd still, along with another one we'll be coming to shortly, um, I would still pick San Miguel as up there in my favourites on on draft. Still. In a normal pub, yeah, I enjoy San Miguel. It's quite strong. Um, I'm not quite sure what the percentage is, um, but I think I have a bottle down here actually. So we'll just check. Um, we could do a live initial <laughs> uh, bottle viewing here. So yeah, San Miguel. What are we? Um, Spain, obviously San Miguel. Five um, percent volume, so it is quite strong. So. Um, I think a bit of San Miguel is like an ex-girlfriend that I kind of had good times with, but I don't really think about much anymore. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be premium, isn't it? So if you're going as an ex as being premium, I suppose that's not very good. But there's other there's other Spanish beers that, like I, I mean, I, everyone's a cup of tea, but I like Estrella. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm beer. not a fan. Personally. I like a straight. I always prefer a straight on a draft than a San Miguel. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I enjoy San Miguel, especially in Spain, I suppose. You know, when it's hot, it's mm. a good um, beach beer. Been to yeah. Ibiza a few times, and San Miguel has been the staple of the, the trip. So I've got many fond memories of San Miguel. So it's up there for me. But as I said, it's a premium. Um, relatively expensive if you're comparing it to the likes of Bud and um, and Carly. A little bit, yeah. Um, see, there's a bottle we've got here, 330 ml, 5% volume. Um, we will come to the volume later on. We've got a theory about, yeah. well, my in particular, my favourite percentage. Um, but yeah, we'll sure come to that as we go on. But yeah, I'm a massive fan of San Miguel. Um, better than Bud for me, by a long way. So another one that's um, well, I, I was. Uh, are you thinking France or Belgium next? Because they're both yeah, common as well. Well, they certainly are. Yeah, you don't see France as often as you used to anymore. It's making a resurgence since Eric Cantona decided to go to space. It is. Yeah. If he stayed there, I'd be happy. Is it out of the way? Yeah. I mean, we are of course talking about Cronenberg. Um, but it's quite an acquired taste. It's got quite a strong. Um, flavour to it hasn't it I've never liked it um, well I used to have quite a big stock I'm just looking out I don't think we've got any in uh, I think you've I think you've drank it all I did yeah I mean we used to have quite a big stock in my pub off Cronenberg um, but nobody ever seemed to drink it so I've never restocked it again that tells you all you need to know I think I mean I, I do quite like it um, I did a trip to France a few years ago um, and we spent most of the trip drinking it and it was enjoyable I did enjoy it. Never been into it. I think it's even. I think it's especially bad in a can. Yeah, I mean the the stock I had was in cans, so yeah, I mean it didn't help. I just one of them that I've never. So we'll probably have different opinions on how you grate it. Um, personally speaking, I'd probably say about a six. It's nothing special, but I can drink it. But I could see why other people would have a negative on it. Yeah, I don't. What are you going for with Cronenberg? I, I would, I would, I would give it a four. So it's probably if you meet in the middle, it'd be a five. With a five. But I feel like that, that's maybe harsh on you because I know you've got. Well, I'm quite happy with a five. You've got I'll, feelings about it. If there was other options in a pub, Cronenberg would be one of the last. So you know, I'll stick with a five with that. Should we go to the world's most five out of ten beer? Stella from Belgium. From Belgium. Um, again, I'm not a fan of Stella. Are you I've, not? I've never liked it. I think it's the, it's the middle of the road as it gets. Middle of the road, council estate for life beaters. Oh, I don't know. Skull. I think Skull says that. You've got Skull in your fridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not to incriminate you or anything. Skull's but, very, very low percentage. So you can drink a many a can of that. But Skull is more of a string vest. Stella's a string, I suppose, cliche. It's a string vest beer, isn't it? Yeah, Rab C. Nesbitt's It's a Rab, yeah. Yeah, um, but a strong version of Skull. For the uh, more discerning wife beater, um, <laughs> again, it's not my forte. Um, it's not much more I can say about Stella, to be honest with you. A lot of my friends used to drink it and probably still do, actually. Um, but I, I'd never choose to have a pint of Stella ever. In fact, I, in fact, I go as far as saying that I'd rather have a spirit than Stella. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, I don't find it as offensive as like a carling, but it's like I would never really choose to drink it. If someone gave it to me, I'd have it and it'd be yeah. fine. But it's not like a bud where it's like, oh, okay, I, I can enjoy it. It's, it just does, doesn't do anything for me. Weirdly, do you, do you not think it's in America 
they seem to treat it like it's fancy. Do they really? I think they do. Well, they're wrong. But you've seen it on TV programs sometimes where it's like fellas bringing a beer around. I don't know if it was Friends or something else I saw it on, where it was like someone had brought some beers around and it was like he had this pack of Stella Artois and they'd looked at him as if he'd, like Columbus, had discovered something. <laughs> we treated them well. But to uh, again, maybe to us we're so desensitised, it's so common. It's not for me. That maybe we don't... Fresh, fresh lips on it in another country for the first time might think about it totally different to how we do. Well, maybe they have a different recipe. Um, maybe it's brewed differently here. I don't know. It could it? be. Well, I don't know. It's a whole debate, isn't it? Tell well, where it's, it's the is. country it's from and where it's brewed. Because there's a lot of these beers that we talk about today. How many of them are, are brewed in the country? Yeah, that's, that's, I presume, something we're going to need to go into, actually, as we yeah. go on with the camp of the podcast. In fact, i tell you one that's not, that's on, that, that we could talk about next. Denmark. So I used to live in... Can I just interrupt there? Oh, go on. And we need to give a rating for Stella while we're here. Well, I was, I was five. Um, I'll go with a five for Stella. Are you sure? Yeah, um, it's nothing great. And I think we missed San Miguel. Personally, I'm talking 7.5. I enjoy San Miguel if I'm on holiday. Um, but it's nothing exotic to us from where we are. It's very common. And can it's I, in all the pubs. Can I have you down to a seven? Because there's nothing... I, I don't... It's nothing special. No. I'm happy with a seven. Yeah. That'll do. Right, I do apologise. Right, Denmark we're going to. So now. Denmark. So I used to live in Northampton where Carlsberg Brewery is. Right. So a lot of the, the Carlsberg, unless it's export, that you'll drink in this country will have been brewed in Northampton, along with Tubal. Mm. And I'm not... Now, Carlsberg's a weird one. Maybe what we need to do is we need to actually put a pin in Carlsberg and come back to it because they've changed the recipe. They have, and we have some in the house. So maybe we need to do Carlsberg... We redo it. Yeah. They've sent out a, a recent um, sort of press thing, haven't they, that... And they apologise for all the nonsense in the past few years and that they're being the best, whereas now they realise that they were aiming at the, the quantity, not quality market. So I think, yeah, we should redo Carlsberg. They've made like a Pilsner, haven't they? They're saying it's they like have. a Pilsner. Yes, I've got some in the fridge. Um, Something so we should try. Maybe we'll hold off from the rating and then we'll review our right, new yeah. Carlsberg. I mean, I used to, you know, back in the day, I mean, talking 10 years ago with the Carlsberg, I would quite happily have drank that when my friends were drinking Stella from Belgium or Carlin or anything you know common. Yeah. I would quite happily have drank Carlsberg, so I always enjoyed it. Um, but I'd be interested to see what the new uh, improved flavour is for that. So yeah, we'll come back to Carlsberg. I, I had a horrendous night on the old Carlsberg, where I was. It was um, a friend of my wife's, her fella, who was about a good like. He was. Tiny, tiny guy, skinny as a rake, but could drink unbelievable amounts of Carlsberg at pace. <laughs> a pace I couldn't keep up with. So um, after, I don't know how many, because it was cheap as well, because it's generally, old Carlsberg was generally a cheap pint. Yeah. Um, yeah, throwing up all over um, this, the friend of my wife's, um, her parents' bathroom. Oh, lovely. And then I locked the door behind myself, apparently, when I went in, threw up everywhere, so projectile vomited everywhere. And then it was very quiet for a while. And then people were sort of knocking on the door. And I wouldn't let them in because I was trying to clean it up, but was just basically spreading it around. Lovely. 
So all I was doing was just you were trying vomit, your best though, weren't you? Moving vomit from one part of the vinyl <laughs> to another, making a pile. And I, I never, I never went around again. Wonder why? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. We'll revisit. What's another really common beer on there that, that everyone's going to have had? Guinness. Oh, Guinness. Yeah, Guinness. Again, this meal is, in a glass. This is not my forte. Uh, yeah, meal in a glass. Too much of it. It's not my taste. You know, obviously, it's not lager. I'm mainly a lager fan. Um, very common over here. If anyone's listening from far flung places, um, rumor has it that it tastes better actually in Ireland. I, um, that. I think that's a myth. A deer. I have been to Dublin I, and Belfast. And I've, I've tried try it. it. I've tried it. In fact, at the Guinness factory, um, and I can confirm it is no better there. But, but then you're not you're not into stout at all, though, are you? I'm not, no. So it maybe the flavour to a more discerning palate would be more favourable to it. Um, I, I, I don't mind it. It's not for me. I don't mind it. It's but, not for me. I don't feel I can really rate it, to be honest with you, because it's it's just not my thing. It's hard. I mean, I, I get why it's on the list, because it's Ireland's most iconic beer. But it's... It's one of those where it's. Always, I personally would always rather have a lager because it's refreshing. A Guinness, I think, is a little bit different. A Guinness is more, again, more like you're drinking a, a three-course meal. It is. Um, last time I went to Dublin, actually, I tried a um, heart, which you used to be able to get in England years ago. I mean, sort of 15, God, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, you used to be advertising all sorts. You did, yeah. Um, and it was amazing. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, but you can't get it anywhere over here. I've tried. You know, bottles and cans and whatever, but I just can't seem to find it anywhere. Um, but I feel that would have been a better option um, for the scratch map. Um, but unfortunately, we just can't get hold of it absolutely anywhere. Um, I'm just trying to find now. I was hoping to do it without having to interrupt, but there's a, a Guinness lager. Um, which I think I sent you home with a bottle, didn't I? I've had, I've, you know, I've had that and I've had it. It's a hop house. No, but we will come to hop house in a minute. Um, there's another one, yellow label, only a small little bottle. Um, I've not had it. Have you got it in? I did have quite a few. Yeah, is there any in the in the fridge over there? No, I, I don't well, think I'm there is. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll have to try that at some other point. Yeah, we'll just come to. I mean, first of all, we'll discuss hop house um, as a lager. It's absolutely fantastic. It's got a great flavour. It's like different. It. it doesn't taste like a normal lager. Have you had it yet? I've had it, yeah. I had it draft. Um, a lovely pint. But mm. it's very strong. Again, this is like a Stella or a San Miguel kind of strength. Um, I can't remember. We should probably prepare something. I can't remember the percentage for it. It's not on the list anyway. No, it, it's, 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 no, it's, it's highly it's, recommended. If you're after an Irish pint of normal lager, Mm. Or a bottle, even that you can get over in England. Now, Hart's I would, extinct. I would, well, yeah, I would recommend Hop House. Um, I might have to see if I can find out what the name of that yellow lager was. Uh, sorry, I've just returned to my chair. Uh, I will try and find out the name of the lager because it's to be highly recommended. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to rate standard Guinness because it's not for me. Um, so I think we should move on. It's hard to it's hard it's hard to rate and judge it against everything else we've, we've drank and are going to be drinking. Really, yeah, it's kind of in a in a category of its own. If you like it, it's it's obviously great, but you'll you'll have made up your own mind about that already. Exactly. Uh, the Dutch. Uh, this is a beer I do not like. Do you really? No. Nope. I'm a massive fan of Heineken. But it brews 
other beers that I do like, which I find odd. Do they? Salt Charles? Well, we'll segue from we'll segue from one to the other and I'll I'll hold that back. Right. Heineken. Okay. So Heineken is is the Dutch beer that's on there. It is. Um I think they brew Amstel. Uh yes, I think Which I right prefer there. to Heineken. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of Amstel. And it's it's a really good pint. Um yeah, Heineken I'm I'm never been keen on. Um contrary to that, whenever we're in any pub, it seems to be the beer of the minute. Heineken over like the last sort of twelve months or so is everywhere. Um They do a lot of sponsorship, don't they? They do, yeah. Formula One Champions um, League into, yes, Champions League, they're everywhere at the moment. Um, and I'm a massive fan of it. A couple of years ago, myself and my wife went to um, Amsterdam and we visited the Heineken Brewery, which is right in the middle of Amsterdam. You get a, They run their own um, boat tour around the canals of Amsterdam and it drops you off right outside the, um, the gates to um, the tour. Um, and it's fantastic. It's really fun. Like Contrary to the Guinness tour, which we've done a couple of months prior. Um, Heineken's more fun, it's more about just having a few drinks as you're going round. Lots of fun, you get a wristband with little tokens on it, you can swap for lagers as you go. Got little horses round there that used to deliver the Heineken around Amsterdam. Um, it's well worth visiting. Um, so if we should ever go to Amsterdam, um, I think we should visit there, but you're not a fan. But they may well stock Amstel or something. I can't remember now. It's a, it's a, it's a beer ago. tour. I'd find that hard to turn down, even if it's not a beer that I was Heineken. Yeah, exactly. Um, so another beer that well, what would you give out of ten? The Heineken. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's pretty much on a par with San Miguel. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, if there was a choice between the two, I'd actually rather drink Heineken than San Miguel. Um, however, it's nothing special, is it? You know, when, when we consider that we're going to have imported lagers from all over the world throughout this trip that we're taking, um, that I'm hoping that there's going to be many more better ones than a standard Heineken. Um, yeah. So another another beer that Heineken brew is our Italian beer on our list, which is Birra Moretti. Yes. Now, um, that's become an increasingly common beer in this country over the last few years I'd say because it's kind of Peroni was that, this sort of Italian beer was like the cool Italian beer yeah and then Birra Moretti seems to be overtaking it and Peroni's come a bit old hat it does yeah um, I mean it's I've mixed feelings on it so your standard Birra Moretti's a 4.6% um, it's not relatively expensive I think it's cheaper to buy I could be wrong I think it's fractionally cheaper to buy a better value than Peroni. Quite possibly. I think it is. I'm not too sure, to be honest um, with you. It's come to my attention, really, in the last sort of six months. One of my best friends was waxing lyrical about this amazing Moretti that he'd have. Um, so I had to try it. Well, I had to try it for this scratch map, actually. Um, and I wasn't overly keen on it, if I'm quite honest with you. I mean, from our perspective, looking at the bottle, it's quite a traditional, it's a well-laid-out bottle. It it's looks so, looks like an old trustworthy beer. Yeah. From the, it, the label. It is a man in a green suit with a green hat and a ginger moustache, basically, with a with a pint of it on the label, and he's just like finished a hard day's work. He looks kind of, you know what? I can't tell the expression on his face. Maybe it's supposed to be sort of like you know that like sort of like slurp sort of thing, or whether it's like. 
fucking hell, I really can't hack this job. I don't want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to go home. Italian pub away yeah. from his missus. Or he's just been let go, and it's like, I really don't want to go back and tell the missus. The kids are going to be really upset. Um, I promised a trampoline for Christmas. I don't know how I'm going to afford it. So I'll have a Moretti. But I'm stuff. having this pint of beer and Moretti because it's what's going to get me through. Yeah. I think his expression is between the two. I think that if that is the expression, then I think maybe the label makers have failed. Yeah. But you don't really scrutinise it. Well, you don't really know. As a as a normal person, enjoy Moretti, you probably wouldn't even care, would you? Until holding it in my hand now, I never really considered the expression on this guy's face. <laughs> but I, the next time you have a bottle of beer Moretti, look at the label, look at the Ghana label, and think about what that man is going through. I don't think he's uh, having a good time for things. I think he looks weary. <laughs> he looks weary. He looks as well the age that he's at. I don't know. He just seems a bit weathered. Italians only age really well. He just he just doesn't he just doesn't look well. He's having a rough time. I mean again, Moretti's not for me. Um but it's a six I out of ten. I can see why me. people drink it. I'm quite happy with a six. What I'd recommend though is there are other versions of Moretti. So there is a uh, a version of it called La Siciliana, which has a slight orange twang to it, mm-hmm. which is like a premium one. It's high percentage. I think it's in the sixes in terms of percentage. You can get it from what like, Morrison's do it. Then like their sort of fancier beers things. You buy individual bottles. That is brilliant. I might have to give that a go. And it's, it's similar with years, Peroni. It's light years above. And again, Peroni standard they do the Peroni, label, now. don't they? Yeah, they do a red label Peroni, which I think is really hard to get in this country. It is. I had it in Italy a few months ago, um, and I managed to get a couple of bottles imported. Um, it's fantastic. I'll drink that all day. It's Whereas normal nicer. Peroni, I don't eat. I've never liked it. It's 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 not as f- the, the flavour just isn't there in the same no, way it is. No. And if you can get Grand Reserva, that is again much stronger, but it's a really smooth, nice lager. Well, maybe this is an idea for a further episode. Is we can go through. These ones that like the our sort of relatively local European beers, the big packaged ones, and we can find alternatives for it. Something better. So basically, it's like, well, the list has given us this, but actually, if you were drinking a Italian beer or a Dutch beer, you'd drink that. Maybe instead. that's the way forward. Yeah. yeah. So be prepared for around. us. Yeah, be prepared for us to do admin sort of mid-show about other shows while we're recording the current <laughs> show. Um, yeah, it's still very much an idea in progress. This. I'm just trying to think. Have we got anything on there that's that's common? That is probably something we want to cover. I I probably would you class? Oh, red no, stripe Jamaica. It's I would, quite common over it. I think we'll save that. I think we'll save that for for an episode. I think. I mean, Wales and Scotland obviously are two most local ones, um, but, the but beers, they've got stories. Yeah, within the beers, themselves. the beers themselves yeah. are interesting. So, I think we'll probably leave it there for now. So that's been sort of an introduction in terms of what we're going to be talking about. So from from this point onwards, we're going to be basically um, getting a bit more exotic with our lagers, and um, some of them we're going to be um, drinking as we record. Um, we'll see what the results of that are and, uh, and thank you very much for listening and we will see you soon well you'll listen to hear from us soon I mangled that didn't I <laughs> bye bye all I want to do is drink beer for breakfast